3: Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Real quick, if you haven't done it, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Don't forget, today's episode, it's presented to you by the great people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue that you just have to check out. And also, big thanks to Corn Tricks corntrickscornhole.com. I'll tell you more about them here in a second, but giving you a quick preview of today's show wendy's and mcdonald's they get a big win in the courtroom but how is that going to affect us as the customer an iconic food item is coming back to an iconic food chain giant manned robots could be a common sight in in the new near future the worst wedgie imaginable That's all yours at Disney (laughs) theme parks. (laughs) Uh, Too much time in space. Somebody had to spend way too much time in space. Can't imagine they're going to be happy about their lives going forward. And how old should you be to see your first horror movie? We'll get into that. But first, who doesn't love to play cornhole? I do. I'm terrible at it, but I still love to play it. Your friends and family come over. You bring out your cornhole board and everybody just has a good time. What you need to do right now is go to to corntrickscornhole.com right now. Check out their amazing Colorado-themed cornhole bags. There's so many cool bags to choose from, and you can even personalize them, which is amazing. Plus, they have legit shirts, hoodies, hats, even Colorado cornhole boards. All the boards and bags, by the way, this is like pro-level stuff. Not the cheap stuff that you see in the uh, big sporting goods store. Legit. Go to corntrickscornhole.com right now. Use promo code DAHUFF and get 15% off your order. Now, corntricks, that's tricks with an X, cornhole.com. That's where you need to go. And if you love to play cornhole and you're pretty good at it, what you need to do is sign up for the 2023 Colorado Cornhole State Championships. They're going down October 6th, 7th, and 8th of this year. And you can get more information on that at corntrickscornhole.com. Again, that's corntricks, with an X, cornhole.com. Let's
1: go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs>
3: we had talked about this previously, and now we get an update. Wendy's and McDonald's have emerged victorious from a lawsuit that accused the two fast food chains of false advertising. A federal judge dismissed a lawsuit brought against the two companies accusing them of selling smaller hamburgers than advertised and alleging that the food didn't look as as appetizing in person as pictured on their websites. This is a big deal. I mean, there's good and bad in it. Because now companies can, they can sell one thing, and it's like, eh, it doesn't matter if it looks like shit. There's a court case that leans in our favor. But I think it's, it, it's good because then it would have been a chain reaction of not just restaurants, but it would also be so many other industries where people would be like, well, you know, the porn on the thumbnail was one thing, but the porn I actually got, mm, no, no. Much different, much different. Now I'm in therapy, <laughs> you know? Uh, maybe not to that extreme, but you, you kind of see where I'm going. You could just let your mind wander on that. It might be bad in the sense that, kind of like what I was saying before, you could have a company that just takes really good pictures, and then you get it, and you're like, dude, this looks nothing like it. Well, it's just a glamped up version of it. You look at the picture, and the bun's all fluffy and just, just nice. You know, ingredients are well placed. Then you get it, and it's all smashed, and you can see people's fingerprints on the bun, and it's just gross. So I get where it it could go a, a, a much different direction in a negative way. Hopefully, what happens is restaurants can take this situation and go, guys, yeah, it is kind of one of those things where we don't do a good job of what we say we're going to make versus what we actually hand the customer. We should take this moment and tighten up our bootstraps and go, yeah, okay, we should be better at what we're presenting to the customer. If you look at it when you work at a restaurant, and I know we kind of joke about it, is Subway and they have the sandwich artist. If you actually make a sandwich or a burger or whatever you're making and you actually take pride into when you're finishing the food and the whole prep of the, that meal, whatever it is. And I know, like, like I said, Subway, they, they call themselves sandwich artists. If you do it right, it looks more presentable and people are going to want to come back more. And if you get people coming back into your restaurant, guess what? That justifies you having a paycheck. So take the time and make it good, make it look presentable. It doesn't have to be something like you would see on a master chef show. It doesn't have to be like that. It's awesome if you can, but you got to make it look presentable instead of like you just threw a bunch of ingredients on the plate or in the wrapper, or whatever, okay? It's just about taking pride in your job, whatever it is. But what's crazy about this, though, think about this. I I have a buddy that used to work. uh, He made industrial pumps and stuff like that. Could you imagine if somebody, uh, if a customer buys a pump from you that you manufacture based on what you're showing them, be like, this is what we'll make for you, blah, 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 right? This is what it's going to look like. And then you give it to them, you ship it off to them, and they're like, this looks nothing like what you said it was going to be. Now, obviously, there's a lot more that goes into that. But in a weird way, it's kind of the same. It's like, uh, what is that, bait and switch? That's kind of what happens at restaurants is they say, they lure you in with this, this beautiful picture, and then you get it. And it's just like, did somebody sit on my fucking sandwich? Is that what happened? Oh my! I'll still eat it. I don't care. I got no shame. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so U.S. District Judge Hector Gonzalez ruled that Wendy's and McDonald's food images are no different than other companies. Uh, use of visually appealing images to foster positive uh, associations with their products, he also said that disclaimers listed on the chain's websites were prominent and gave objective information about the weight and cal- caloric content of the meals that was there beforehand, and you always see that it's it 's the fine print is image may differ from actual in-hand product or something something like that food I you can get away with but kind of going back to my analogy on the pumps you couldn't get away with something like that in an industrial world like making of a product because that has to fit in certain dimensions food obviously there's a little bit a lot of wiggle room but it is still kind of jacked up you know, you spend your hard-earned money on something and you, you, you visually, in your mind, because you're seeing it on a display, that's what you think you're going to get, but you get something else. Hopefully, like I said, restaurants take this and go, okay, we obviously could be better. Especially the locations that were presented to this judge. Take some fucking pride in your work. Listen, not, ev- not everybody is down to work in a restaurant their whole life. Not everybody's cut out for it, but if you are, you should take pride in it if you're working there, it doesn't matter if that's a stepping stone to your next career choice I don't care if you're going to end up being a lawyer and you're just working at a restaurant to get through school. I don't care. take fucking pride in your in your job and do a fucking good job at it right like there's no reason why you can't be awesome at making sandwiches or burgers or whatever, even though that's not your lifelong dream. Be the best at whatever it is. Because if you start making yourself the best there can be at that gig, even though you don't want to do that gig the rest of your life, it's going to help you in your next stage of career. Believe it or not. (laughs) Believe it or not. So what I'm saying is, is if you work at a restaurant, quit making shit and start making quality. I don't know how many times I go to Taco Bell. My daughter gets so mad. She gets like a bean burrito and it just falls apart. She's like, how do they not know how to roll a burrito? Dad, do you need to go in there and show them like you did at Qdoba? Be like, I don't know. Maybe. I might have to. I have a seminar. Hey, welcome to rolling burritos with the huff. I will tell you this real quick. If you get the rosarita refried beans, warm them up on on a in a little pot on your stove. Chop up some white onions. Don't saute them. Just uh, chop them up, dice them up. Put some in the rosarita refried beans. Get a tortilla. Warm up the tortilla. Uh, I usually do about thirty seconds in the microwave. You. I know some people, tortilla snobs, will be like, no, 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 you heat it on the stove. No, I don't got time for that. But you heat it up in the, uh, in the microwave for about 30 seconds, 25 to 30 seconds, no more. Put the, the beans on there and some cheese, and you already mixed in the onion, rolled up, tastes exactly, if not better, than the Taco Bell burrito bean burritos, and you'll end up saving a ton of money. If you're really into making bean burritos or you just do it like the pintos and cheese uh, and then you just take the beans, put some cheese on there, maybe add some hot sauce, whatever. And it's it's a good snack in that way. If you do it that way, you don't have the calories of the um, tortilla. Listen, I'm I'm just here to give uh, recipe ideas. Later on, I'll tell you how I made boneless wings last night, and it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Anyway, side note about McDonald's. After giving the McRib a grand farewell tour, this is according to the New York Post, last year in 2022, McDonald's has decided to bring back the iconic McRib sandwich for a limited time in the month of November And this is what a a rep from McDonald's says. It turns out not everyone was ready to say goodbye to the McRib. It was all part of your plan from the get-go. Come on, man. Right? I'm sure what they said, what they did last year was, we'll take it away. If we get to a threshold of people asking about it, we'll just go ahead and bring it back. No big deal. And we'll just make it an annual thing. So I, I imagine enough people will, will buy it. I posted on Facebook and Twitter about the McRib. And some people are, are really into the McRib, whereas some people are like, it's disgusting. I'm not a fan of it. It tastes gross to me. I think you'd be better off to make it yourself, which is what um, Derek said on Twitter. He said, I made my own with a full slab Loaf of French bread and a shitload of pickles, onions, and barbecue sauce. Sunday football drinking meal. That sounds really good, actually, Derek. So we're all all of us are going over to Derek's house for Sunday football games because he's making his version of the McRib, which probably will taste a lot better. The the McDonald's one just tastes microwaved and it's just just rubbery meat. It just doesn't taste right. It doesn't I I make ribs now. I can say that I make decent ribs. I'm not a a barbecue expert, not even close. But I can tell you this. I make better ribs than McDonald's. (laughs) I'll hang my head on that. David wrote in, never had one. And I'm not anti-McDonald's. Should I be ashamed of myself? No, you shouldn't be ashamed of yourself, David. You're probably better off. You're probably going to live longer, allegedly, okay? Don't need McDonald's coming after me. I'm just saying you're probably better off mentally. How about that, okay, to not eat one? Because I've ate one, I want to say two or three times, because I always try to give it a second chance. And every time it tastes the same, and I'm like, this doesn't seem right. And then it just sits in my stomach, and I just feel well kind of like using the words of david i felt ashamed of myself for eating it i think you have more shame if you eat one than if you don't so david don't let peer pressure get to you don't i'm not saying you don't eat one but i'm saying you're not missing much if if you don't okay <laughs> i don't i don't know how to say this archex is a giant robot from japan it's 15 feet tall, and they, they said it's a, a Gundam-like robot. I, I don't know what that is, but I think that has to do with some cartoon or whatever uh, cosplay type thing in Japan. But anyway, it's a robot that can be controlled from a cockpit, kind of like if you see Avatar, you know, when they, they, the bad you know construction guys go into those uh, metal machines, whatever, it's kind of like that. And one day, the plan is that these could be a mainstream thing. Basically, you can get in and pilot it. It has like 26 joints on it, and it can be controlled from inside the cockpit. I mean, that's, that's a, kind of a cool thing, and there's a lot of capabilities for this. Imagine this on a construction site once they get more kinks out of it and and they really, you know, figure out what what it's job-specific for. And I I think that would be really cool. Imagine that, like, you have somebody that is controlling this, and this has a capability of lifting certain items and putting it where it needs to be. And it, it could just change construction. It could change exploring for... Uh, people in a disaster situation lifting things up and having more mobility and ability to to rummage through things. It it, it could be cool. Could be cool. Kind of freaky though. I watched the video, the guy get in it. It's really slow right now. Really slow. It's like, come on, open that shit up. I want to see this thing just like bolt across the parking lot and scare the shit out of people. Could you imagine this giant robot? <laughs> I am a robot. I am here to save you. No! God, no! (laughs) Uh, According to the CEO, Ryo Rashida, the initial reason for creating it was that I wanted to make a new vehicle. In addition, Japan is already... is, is really strong in the animation, games, and robot industries, as well as in automobiles. So I thought it would be great if I could create a product that compressed all these elements into one that says, this is Japan. So that's kind of, I get it. I get what he's saying. And, And I say that, like, jokingly that it runs across. As of right now, it just has wheels. It's on wheels. But eventually you could see where it's either on track stays on wheels or, you know, it's bipedal or quad, you know, depending on how you want to use it. I mean, I think it's interesting. It's, there's a lot of capabilities. Uh, and, and he's saying that potentially kind of like what I was saying before is this could be used for disaster relief or for space exploration. I mean, how cool would that be if you're on the moon or Mars and this is, this is your vehicle. Next thing you know, you get attacked by Martians. Okay? I don't know. It's, it's, I think this is neat. It's a, it's not completely necessary, but it is just an evolution of development. I mean, you, you sit there and you, I I don't know anything about construction. You could kind of see that this could benefit in some way, depending on how it's used. And how it's modified. So, I, I don't know. If you're in construction, let me know if, if, if you think that this could benefit you. And I, I, when I say that, I'm thinking like big construction sites. Obviously, that's not going to be for like a little, little ship. But who knows? Who knows? I saw this and I was like, I don't know if I want to talk about this. It just makes me uncomfortable. A woman is suing Disney Parks and Resorts claiming she sustained serious injuries from a painful wedgie while riding a giant water slide. Oh, my God. Note to self, don't go on a water slide, especially at Disney. Emma McGinnis said she traveled to the Orlando Resort back in October of 2019 to celebrate her 30th birthday with her family while visiting Disney's Typhoon Lagoon, McGinnis, her mother, and her young daughter decided to ride the Hamunga Kawabunga water slide. As she neared the end of the 214-foot slide, the lawsuit claims her body lifted up and she became airborne before slamming back down. The slide caused her clothing to be painfully forced between her legs and for water to be violently forced inside her. Oh my god! It's horrible. She experienced immediate and severe pain internally. And as she stood up, blood began rushing from between her legs. Holy shit. That's a nightmare. Could you imagine being the kid sitting next to that? Be like, what the fuck? Mom, I'm never going on this again. McGinnis, who was wearing a one piece swimsuit at the time, sustained severe lacerations and damage to her internal organs, according to the complaint. She had internal damages from this. An ambulance transported her to a nearby hospital following the alleged incident. She was eventually moved to another hospital so a specialist could treat her gynecological issues, according to the claim. The woman and her husband are seeking $50,000 in damages. It's not like she's asking for like a couple million. Sounds like she's just wanting her medical bills to be taken care of so this is interesting because it's backed up by going to the hospital and stuff oh my god that's horrible that's horrifying now apparently you're supposed to be wearing a certain type of swimsuit what the fuck was she wearing that made it so different i don't get that i don't get that at all and if, if if you're supposed to you need somebody checking So you don't get a uh, uh, extreme, what is that, douche? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's horrifying. I laugh because it didn't happen to me or anybody I know. But that would be awful. Now, here's the thing. If it's a dude, you're just going to get your nuts smashed, too. Think about that. I know that that went inside her. Imagine if there's that much pressure that causes internal lacerations. If, If it's a dude... How many dudes have gotten their nuts smashed on this ride? they just get off and they're like, Oh, that ride was fun. Oh, 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 oh boy, I could be a Mickey Mouse impersonator. Oh, where's my nuts? <laughs> oh my god, that's horrifying. That poor lady. It'll be interesting to see what happens. To see if there there's a you know a settlement. Because that would be them admitting that you know they did wrong as far as Disney goes, I have never heard of that. It's funny though because I was I was reading this, and then somebody sent me a video. I can't remember who it was. Sent me a video, and it's some guy. I think it's in Japan. It was like some Ferris wheel, or not, not even a Ferris wheel. It was some other uh, you know theme park ride, and apparently a guy shit himself while on the ride. And the ride's moving around. And then poop just starts flying down to the people below. To where a guy was actually uh, recording his friend with his phone. So it's on video. And all of a sudden, poop. (laughs) Poop everywhere. That's horrifying. Barstool Sports tweeted that out. That's disgusting. Again, this goes back to I don't have much interest And going to theme parks You can get pooped on apparently You can get your limbs chopped off And You can have water Go up inside you And give you a horrific enema Oh my god that's awful Awful Boy I feel 15 pounds lighter (laughs) Oh my god That's awful Ugh Seriously, if you go on a water slide after that, you got some issues. (laughs) Or unless you're just like wearing full protection, yeah, you got strapping on some extra pants. (laughs) Well, I want to go on there, but I, I really don't want my um, my body to explode from the inside out. Uh, What should have been a 180 day mission turned into a 371 day stay in outer space. A NASA astronaut and two Russian cosmonauts returned to Earth. Last week, after being stuck up in space for over a year, American Frank Rubio set a record for the longest U.S. space flight due to the extended stay. Now, Russia actually holds the world record of 437 days. That was set back in the mid-'90s. But Russian engineers suspect a piece of space junk pierced the radiator of the original capsule late last year midway through what should have been a six-month mission. Engineers worried that without cooling, the capsule's electronics and any occupants could overheat to dangerous levels. They just had the craft return empty. Rubio, who's 47 and uh, an Army doctor and helicopter pilot, said at a news conference last week that he never would have agreed to a full year in space if asked at the outset. He ended up missing important family milestones, including the oldest of his four children, finishing her first year at the U.S. Naval Academy and other heading off to West Point. Yeah, that sucks, man. So he's up there doing his thing, and stupid space junk messes up a radiator and makes it so he can't stay. So he had to wait for them to send something up that was basically a a fixed version of their craft to bring him back that sucks and nobody in his family better throw that back in his face oh dad you're never there for me you're always up in space instead of seeing me graduate be like it's, it was your first year come on you're fine yeah but we ate cookies and cake and soda and you weren't there <laughs> well get over it jesus that would suck, though. And your body, after being in no gravity, it, it takes a toll on you. You see those uh twin astronaut brothers. The guy that was in space the longest, I believe, is taller than his brother that didn't spend as much time because gravity obviously compresses our spines and all this stuff. And then there's some other issues that you can have with your eyeballs and stuff like that. So It's not necessarily a good thing to be up there for that long, but he's back. He can say that he has the record reluctantly, but yeah, hopefully his recovery back into, you know, normal Earth environment is good to go. Hey, we got more coming your way, including how old is too young to go see a horror movie that's coming up? But first, Sugar Fire in Westminster, it's a great place to come hang out and watch some football. A lot of people don't realize that. You think it's a barbecue joint, let's just go in there and eat some barbecue. But it's great. They have tons of TVs in there, and they're all set to the game. So you can just sit back, relax, eat some barbecue, drink some cocktails, and watch the game. It's really cool. They're just off 144th and Orchard Parkway, so just east of Huron. I'm out there every Monday night from 6 to 8 during football season. I'm going to be out there with you, uh, hanging out, watching football, drinking some cocktails. I had Declan make me a smoked Old Fashioned the other night, and I was like, okay, this is good. I'll, I'll take two. I'll take two. It's delicious. But they also have a lot of other great uh, menu options for cocktails. If you're a beer person, they even got $2 pints of Coors Light, as well as some other great deals on beer. And obviously, like I said, barbecue, amazing barbecue. And if you go out there right now, they have a silent auction going on. There's some cool signed merch by Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and other big names. And it's all benefiting the Special Olympics. So make sure you stop by, take a look at that. Mark your calendars, come on out, watch football, drink some cocktails, hammer a few... $2 $2 pints of Coors Light, and then hammer some uh, barbecue. There's a lot of hammering going on. And then also you could hang out with me. All that is going down this Monday night, 6 to 8, Sugar Fire in Westminster, 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron on the south side of 144th. Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. Real quick, my brain is just like, I don't even know what's going on. I'm having the hardest time just focusing on anything the past, I don't know, three weeks. It's just been awful. So if I veer off, if I say something twice or three times, that's why. (laughs) I I feel like uh, I was dropped on my head. (laughs) Like something happened. Like my wife was holding me, pretending I was a child. Don't ask why. But anyway, she dropped me. And now, don't know what's going on. Don't know what's going on. I do know this. We're going to jump into the mailbag.
2: Mailbag.
3: You've got mail. (laughs) This comes in from Chris on Twitter. He says, hey, my guy, Kitchen Nightmares is back. And the chef in episode two rocks a Hollywood Hogan facial hair and goes by the name Culinary Gangster. (laughs) Chris, and everybody listening, what do you think the chances are that that guy gave that nickname to himself? I'm saying they're pretty high that he gave it to himself. What a douche. (laughs) What's funny, though, is you could be a basic chef, but you make it to that show... And if you want to stand out and have any chance of capitalizing on your TV appearance and who knows, you know, maybe you become a reality star hopper where you hop around from different reality shows. I mean, that's how you do it is making yourself stand out, giving the facial air the Hollywood Hulk Hogan, and then you call yourself the culinary gangster. I'm the culinary gangster. Uh, uh, what a dork. That's funny though. I love those shows. Kitchen Nightmares. Those are all good. And yeah, because Kitchen Nightmares is the one where Chef Gordon Ramsay, and he goes into these restaurants that aren't doing well. And then he goes through there and basically breaks them all down and says, This is what's going on. This is why you're not profitable. And it's really disgusting a lot of the times he goes in there because there's a lot of places that they don't have a cleaning schedule. They're not rotating their foods, which is really disgusting. If you've ever heard of FIFO, there's a reason for it. First in, first out. Okay, If I buy food on Monday, then I get another order on Wednesday. The stuff from... Wednesday goes behind the stuff from Monday. So that way, you're not having a bunch of food just getting constantly pushed in the back, in the back, in the back. Next thing you know, it's been in there for like six months and it's just rotting, which is gross. So there's a lot of companies that don't do that because there's people that get into the restaurant industry that have no business getting in there. It's a tough business and you got to have Everything locked in and really, you know, focused because you got to be one. That's just I'm just talking about the food. But you also have you can't be overpaying for employees. You got to make sure everybody's fully trained because you can't have too many people on staff because then you're just wasting money. And there's just so much that goes into it. And and they people got to be good. You can't have people that waste your money. The Denver Broncos just released Randy Gregory because he was basically doing jack shit. They took a cap hit on it. They don't care. That's how bad he was. They're just like we don't care how uh, how much money it's going to cost us for us to say get the fuck out. But guess what? Get the fuck out. And that's the thing is eventually you got to make some hard decisions like in restaurants and stuff like that. Like if people aren't uh, worth keeping around, you got to get rid of them and you need good people around you. So, yeah, running a restaurant is very difficult. But, yeah, kind of going back to the whole Denver Bronco thing, pretty crazy that they they got rid of Randy Gregory. Hopefully that that will help influence the defense to play better. There's always a chance that maybe he was just a negative vibe and negative source on that defense that was infecting other players. And sometimes there's addition by subtraction. And maybe that's the case. By the way, here's uh, Vaughn Miller talking about Russell Wilson.
1: Russell Wilson went crazy. And not only did he go crazy this game, but he's actually been crazy. He's actually been going crazy all season long quietly he's actually been going crazy all season long and this is what i've said all along about russell wilson i said it all along that this year was going to be way better than the year before man and russell wilson is going crazy man i think his uh his passer rating was 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 higher than josh allen's passer rating this last week man and you know that just shows like man russ is cooking i'm excited for russ man and you know they they definitely have what it takes
3: and that's courtesy of von miller's podcast the Cast or something like that i don't know what it is <laughs> i don't know what it is but it, he's saying some good words so good it's good to hear that cuz i know so many people are uh negative nancy when it comes to russell wilson but you, but it kind of goes back to you got to have good people around you and and it, like with the kitchen nightmares if you got a bad a bad team is it is it all a bad team or are there some negative entities on there that you just need to get rid of and then you can start polishing people back up and go, okay, that's gone. I know you're good. Basically what I'm saying with is with the subtraction of Randy Gregory, the Denver Broncos defense may have a new life. He may have been sucking the positivity and the hard work out of them and his absence may kick them into a a, a higher gear. Don't be surprised if it does, especially if you have somebody like Justin Simmons getting back onto the field and representing the Denver Broncos. So addition by subtraction, don't be surprised if the Denver Broncos defense starts playing a little bit better. Now, I'd like it to be a hell of a lot better, but listen, Beggars needn't be choosy, okay? Here we are. <laughs> hey, real quick. I don't know how to feel about this. My wife and my son, my son who's 10 almost 11. They're they're so identical. <laughs> they're they're weird, okay? My wife is taking my son to his first quote-unquote horror movie this weekend. A Haunting in Venice. Now, if you don't know what a haunting in Venice is, here's, here's the synopsis. Now retired and living in self-imposed exile in the world's most glamorous city, a man reluctantly attends a seance at a decaying, haunted Paluzzo. I don't know even, Paluzzo? He soon gets thrust into a sinister world of shadows and secrets when one of the guests is Murdered. (laughs) Murdered! It's like Clue, right? It's kind of like Clue. I'm watching the preview, and I'm like, ah, it's like Clue. (laughs) It's like Clue. It's a new age Clue. Just a little bit scarier. Should I wear judgy pants to let my, you know, because my wife wants to let my son see this? I don't... eh. I, the more I see previews of this, I don't think it's that scary. If it was something like Saw, maybe. But I don't think it's going to end up being like that. But anyway, how old were you when you watched your first horror movie? I don't know when I watched a horror movie for the first time. I know my sister made me watch the movie Dolls, which was a horror movie where the dolls come to life and I, I believe they kill people. And she made me fucking watch that shit. Still remember that. I'm still traumatized by that. <laughs> still. Still. I, I don't know. It's, it, I'm not a huge fan of horror movies. And now as we go into the Halloween season, which according to retail stores has been going on for the past like three months. I went to uh, Costco and they had Christmas shit up like a, a month ago. It was ridiculous. Anyway, so that, as we go into the holiday season, you're, there's going to be more and more of these. I even saw a, uh, a poster for a Thanksgiving movie where it looked like it was like some sort of action horror movie type of thing, and it says there will be no room for seconds or something like that. And I'm like, whoa, kind of intrigued, but ultimately I don't want to watch it. Don't want to watch. It. I just uh, I think people that like horror movies, there's something wrong with you. Okay. There is real quick. this popped up on my timeline, and I just wanted to pass it along and then you know people exposed to their partner's scent overnight can experience better sleep quality, even though their partner was not physically present. So what you need to do today is go ahead and grab your your partner's pillow and then just rub your junk all over it there you go they'll they'll go to bed happy. <laughs> Just don't get caught because that'll be very awkward. What are you doing? Huh? I'm helping you. I swear to God, I'm helping you. (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Um, Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster, as well as CornTricksCornhole.com. Again, that's CornTricks with an X, Cornhole.com. It's to Huff on censored. Let's keep moving forward, everybody.